The Block Talk podcast started because of my passion for the property management industry. I wanted to start a conversation and add some value within the industry with a diverse range of people and professionals who can add something extra. As we start out, my aim is that the podcast offers some useful insight into a variety of views, opinions, thoughts, and foresights from our guests who include business leaders and industry experts. If you enjoy the podcast and want to find out any other information, head on over to brianwelsh.co.uk. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Block Talk podcast. This is a special episode we do every quarter. Um, it's with me, Brian Welsh, um, our professional services director, Crawford Burns, and our technical director, Will McElroy, and our head of marketing, Jack Spruce. So this is where we talk about what's coming up in our quarterly newsletter. It's kind of a bit of a client cast, talk about what we've been up to, what's been happening, what's on the cards for the next quarter, and generally how things are going. Right, so I'm going to pick up on oh, what's happened in the last quarter. Okay, so, um, yeah, we were invited to the – or Crawford and I were invited to the Problem as Association Scotland Golf Day down at West Cobride by James Kim. has to be said that um, Crawford's golf was appalling, utterly. Um, mine was well, reasonably okay until the 18th. And when I couldn't get past the ladies' tea, unfortunately, um, which was not overly good, but it was a good day. Had well, weather was this, the weather was good from a from a uh, heat and sun point of view, but it was blowing a bloody gale utterly. So it was quite difficult around the golf actually. So what else has happened in the last quarter? Uh, we had a professional services away day where all the PS team and Will. Um, joined uh, or met up down in Hampshire, actually. So um, Crawford will talk a wee bit more about that later on. Um, what else happened? So, yeah, every one of our teams. So we're investing heavily in training um, and anything else we need to do for our teams um, at CPL at the moment. And one of the things they have is they everyone now has a, has a, uh, a PDP, a personal development plan which is all about making sure that every quarter that they have a goal that they, they set and then they and then they um, attempt to achieve um, from a development point of view. Now, that could be, um, I mean, mine's all around mental health and, and NLP in this in this um, quarter, in the first quarter of our financial year, that is. Um, and our year end is the end of March. So that's kind of April, May, June time. Crawford's was to learn more about the financial side of, yeah. of, of CPL, and Wills was to investigate things about agile um, development and these sort of things. So, so all, I mean, all, you know, it's one of those things you've got to invest in your team, and 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 it's a big part of of who we are. I mean, you know, for a business that has twenty people um, or twenty people now, you know, we have a head of of people and culture, Helen, who's fabulous and and really does bring all of this sort of stuff. Um, to the forefront of our minds and make sure that we're accountable and make sure it happens. So it's all been really, really good um, for the last quarter. And, yeah, we've had a lot of training, actually, um, to do in the last quarter. Caravan's been really busy doing that sort of stuff as well. Um, so that's kind of what we've been doing for the last quarter. Team news. Um, so, yeah, we've had, oh, what, five 
new hires in the last quarter. So in our dev teams, now we split our dev teams to look after um, the core product and then the stuff that sits beside that and also um, sort of CPL3, um, which we need to find a new name for, um, which we'll talk about in a minute as well. Um, uh, so, yeah, we have the core product and then we have a team that looks after web portals and CPL3 and, you know, block quarks and all of these sort of things. So, so in the CPL3 team, um, we had Dan join. Um, he's already doing brilliantly, actually. Um, yeah. He's been really, really great. Um, so he joined us. And in the CPL2 team, we had Opie and Malik join us as well. So, and they're getting up to speed. They've only been with us for about a month each, isn't it? Uh, no, I think it's a bit longer than that now. Yeah, time does clear really quickly. Wow. So, yeah. I think at least probably two months. Oh, wow. Whatever okay. to be fair. Yeah. So, so they joined us. So that's, that's bolted our dev team. And, and, you know, the whole reason for doing that, well, we'll come on to some stuff later on about what we're doing in the product. Um, but the whole point of doing that is to fast track development. I think when you get a bit older, if someone says, like me, when someone says it's going to take a year to develop something, it's just like, no, can we have it quicker, please? So the only way to do that is to throw people at it. So, um, And also in our sport team, we have a new team lead in um, Damien, who's based in our Glasgow office. Um, so he joined us within the last month. Mm -hmm. Yep. I got that one correct. Um, and and Tunde as well, who's based down south, actually. She's not far from, I guess she's right now from Southampton office, um, but, but works from home anyway. Um, she joined us at the same time as Damien as well, and she comes from a, a, technical, um, a technical background as well. So um, great hires, and they're, they're getting on with their training as well. So... Um, all good fun. And and we have another hire coming on in July, Tom, who's joining us as our BDM, so our business development manager. He's coming in to do new business sales to leave Crawford to um, concentrate on account management and looking after the um, our current client base. So um, I'll shut up now. And Crawford, no, in fact, no, God, I'm totally wrong. Will will give us an update on where we are with um, CPL, just kind of core product stuff. Cool, excellent. Yeah, thank you. Um, so the CPL, we call it the CPL desktop app, um, as we're still calling the web-based version of CPL 3. Uh, so call it the CPL desktop app. Um, so we've been busy testing version uh, 5.9.14, um, and that's uh, just past testing now, um, which has been a uh, 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 quite a big project for us, um, and we were uh, we've been through a lot of the features uh, a few times now to make sure they are spot on, and we're we're really happy with with the quality of this this release. So um, yeah, uh, looking forward to getting that out. So we're looking to roll that out in July, and that includes brand new features uh, feature sorry called plan maintenance, and that aims to cut down on a lot of the work around instruct instructing repeated work month on month or quarter on quarter uh, for the CPL users. Um, so that's now finished. That's ready for release. So the team are really happy to see see that ready to go out. Um, and then we'll now start and work on uh, implementation of uh, Go Cardless. So that's another direct debit system that CPR is going to integrate with. Um, and that will be both by, via the desktop app and also by the client web portal. So it's going to allow CPR customers to use Go Cardless as their direct debit payment provider, which boasts quite a few benefits, um, including the ability to collect direct debits on any day, and um, also the ability for owners to sign up themselves 
via the web portal for a direct debit plan, which we do offer as well, but this will be offering that via uh, GoCardless. Um, so yeah, they're working on that now and uh, we'll be looking to include that in the release in the near future. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just to pick up one thing with the GoCardless thing as well. The other thing about that is it's totally automatic. So it's um, completely doesn't require any user intervention. So at the moment you need to run a, a kind of a, a DD run on a monthly yeah. basis when you want it. So if you do it, if you do DDs on three days in a month, you have to run it three times. You won't need to run this at all. It's all completely automated. And our software hooks in and then checks when the DD has actually been taken and then drops it back into the client account. So, so yeah, all, all fully automated. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's quite right. Yeah, that's us. Uh, so CPL2. Okay, cool. Thanks, Rob. Well. Um, so um, I guess we should talk about housing associations. Who's talking about that? You are. Okay, good. I'm glad I remembered that. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I'd give anyone else a chance if they want to do it. So, yeah, this is a funny one, actually, because, you know, we have a number of housing associations use our software, and it's certainly a market um, for us. Um, but I, I don't know what's happened, but we, we seem to be getting an inordinate amount of inbound leads. Um, I think I mentioned this on the last Clankcast, actually. Yeah, a good number of inbound leads from from housing associations at the moment are far exceeding any that we've kind of taken, um, you know, in previous years. So that's all that's all brilliant for us. And, and you know, the, the, the one thing about um, housing associations is their the factoring element tends to be not a huge part of the overall business. Um, and people who write housing management systems um, tend to concentrate a huge amount of their effort on the housing management part, as they should, because at the end of the day, that's probably 97% of, of what that housing association does. But, but what it does is it means that the, the, the factoring side just gets forgotten about. And, and you know, if, you, if people start taking on um, staff, if, HA, if housing associations start taking off on staff from private factors um, and they come in and look at that, you know, they, they know what software is available elsewhere because they've used CPL before. So they're, 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 it's almost a backward step for them. So uh, really problematic in some ways. Um, so, yeah, well, hopefully the next, uh, well, it certainly looks like in the next kind of couple of years for us, it's going to be very or going to be huge, a huge amount of that business or, or work that we're going to be doing will we'll hopefully be with with from the from what we've been told is certainly um it's certainly a good possibility okay sorry fly right fly around right the room and i'm trying to <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah, trying to strike a bit of bloody big one as well okay right so we need to talk about cpl3 so we've got two sides of this so from a dev point of view well what yeah talk about, talk about cpl3 so yeah, we, this has been a project we've been working on for the past year, um, and a lot of the work we've done already was just on our framework. Um, so basically, building the foundation of the product so that it does everything we want it to do and behaves in the way we want it to do. That's now complete for the most part. Um, everything we needed to do is, is, has been done. So now we're starting on the features. So what it's actually going to do for for our users. Um, so we're starting on the modules for phase one, and some of those include the case tracking. So that's a system that will allow you to track a client's uh, case or communication. So it will track that from first contact with you right up until that case is resolved. And that 
doesn't just have to be clients. It could be anybody who um, contacts you and you want to create a case for that. So it could be potentially with a contractor or, or another third party. We've also got a new calendar that we're going to be uh, adding into this product. So that's going to be a way for um, a user to see all of their tasks, reminders, cases um, that might have due dates on them in one place in a nice calendar uh, control, a nice calendar view. Um, that will also uh, tie in nicely to another feature we're making called user tasks which is a way for specific tasks to be set up against a user that might link to CPR records, such as a client, email this client about these details or uh, maybe to chase up a contract or on a quote or anything in between. Um, and that again will all be included in the, the calendar system. And uh, the plan is for um, these user tasks to be sort of integrated with most new features that we write mm -hmm. and also the, the current features that we're going to update as well and, and bring uh, is uh, bringing to the new product in the future um, and then finally we're also working on a meetings module that's going to allow users to set up meetings which could be development meetings or maybe contractor meetings those again will appear in the calendar be linked to certain records in CPL that they're relevant to and users will be able to fill out those meeting um, those meeting forms while they're in the meeting through their mobile phone or tablet. And at that point, they can also raise these user tasks. So if any actions come out of that meeting, they be, can be captured straight away. And um, you'll know that they're going to be in hand because they'll already be in your system waiting for you when you get back. Um, so yeah, we're working on those. Uh, that's going to take us up towards the end of the, the end of this, uh, uh, well, at the end of the year, end of the summer, I guess we could say, when we're going to be looking to release the, the first version of it um, for our sort of early adopters, early users that can get access to that. Uh, so yeah, we're really excited. It's already well underway. We've already started to write a fair chunk of this and we're just keeping on uh, continuing with that momentum. Good, good. You know, it looks it, it looks fab. Crawford and I have had a demo, um, so and it and it does look great. Crawford, you want to talk about CPL three? Yeah, for a bit as well. I think I think the really exciting thing about CPL three, um, apart from apart from the fact that Will's pretty much done the entire sales job around <laughs> <laughs> around what it is and how it works and everything else. That because you can tell you can tell from from a tech director's perspective, he's quite excited about the product. But as Brian said. You know, we saw we saw the the interface for the first time just a couple of weeks ago, and it does. I mean, it looks great. Everything everything around CPL, everything around CPL three, and, and the name is up for discussion. Um, we do have a two hundred and fifty pound Amazon voucher draw, which goes on the the back of, of your tickets every month. So if anyone's getting suggestions, by all means, chuck it in there, and we'll <laughs> we'll review the, any ideas that anybody might have yeah. around the name. It might be quite an interesting one on the back of your um, support tickets. But no, um. The whole the whole point of CPL three, apart from the fact that it's a, a web interface, is that your property managers or your um, your CRMs, whatever terminology you use for them, will literally have a, a CPL product that they will be able to use in the field, provided they have internet connectivity, that will give them a web interface with real time data specific to the development they're attending. So give them a list of any of the actions which have been outstanding, say, from the last meeting. Uh, it would give them a calendar feature functionality as well, says, which allows them to look at when their next planned meetings are, whether those be AGMs, contractor meetings, or on-site meetings with residents associations. That that whole interface from a, 
I guess from an end user perspective, the fact that it's web-based just takes all of that rich functionality we have inside CPL uh, and puts it on the web. So I think that will be a I think that'll be a massive, a massive um, plus for people who are out in the field and everything we're doing is client facing around CPL3. So when it gets to the point that uh, the dev guys are, are are ready for us to <coughs> excuse me to literally start um, demoing it, we will plan to have a user group. So we will do that as well. Said hopefully modules all in a in a state where we can demonstrate them towards the end of the summer, kind of September, early September, October kind of time. So we'll get a we'll get a user group in the diary. We'll get invites out to people. Anybody that wants to see CPL three. Enterprise, start Battlestar Galactica, whatever the heck we decide is going to be a good name not for that. it. You know, not that obviously, because <laughs> uh, that doesn't have the letters BW in it. I don't know obviously, it has, obviously. To, it has to be some connotation <laughs> of BW in there for the name. Um, so you know, we'll, we'll get a user group. We'll get a bunch of people in a room. We'll let everybody see it for the, the, the first time, so that we can get some some feedback, obviously, from the users. Uh, but yeah, no, really, really looking forward to it. Um, and I think. Uh, I think this is again, you know, it's another one of those just pieces in the, the jigsaw around CPL about how we can bring added value to our client base. Yep, no, I would, I, I entirely agree with that. It's been a long time in the making, but we're getting, we're getting close now. Um, so, did you want to talk, Crawford, about the PSOA day that you had? Yeah, I mean, the, the, we took. So, as Brian, I mean, Brian, as Brian said, as part of his intro, you know, we we took the PS team away to, uh, <coughs> excuse me, hotel down in down in Hampshire for a, for a couple of nights, and we literally looked at all of our existing all of our existing processes. We looked at our skill set. We looked at our comms. Um, Helen did a, an absolutely fabulous job of facilitating a, a full kind of day and a half um, with with creaky, stiflingly hot weather down south in a in a really lovely hotel. And it was you know it, it was it was fabulous for a number of different reasons. But one of the really really encouraging things was that. Um, we, we got all of us into a meeting on a face-to-face basis, which is something that we don't, you know, everybody looks kind of back and reflects on, on everything that happened through COVID. But for a lot of businesses, what it has driven is the fact that a lot of people no longer go into the office on a regular basis. Now, the, the PS team are split between Glasgow, Southampton, Reading, oh. Harrogate, Birmingham. I mean, it sounds like that. What was that? What was that song by the beautiful South Liverpool, Rotterdam, everywhere in Rome, and all that kind of stuff. So it's the same kind of idea where this, the teams sort of split all over the country. So to get everybody together um, for that that sort of day and a half, two days, uh, was absolutely fabulous, and and it was really really beneficial. The, the couple of things that have come out of it that, from a client perspective, you will start to see is uh, there are some changes to our operating procedures in terms of support changes in terms of how we triage and look at tickets, changes in how we will ask you to raise tickets. Uh, and I'll get all of this out to people on an email in the next couple of weeks once Helen and I have had a chance to review um, the document that's been generated on the back of that. But hopefully what that means is once we get Tundi and Damien up to speed with regards to support and <clears throat> the training that they're getting at the moment, that should mean that overall, from a client experience, we should be delivering far better in terms of ticket results, ticket response times, ticket turnarounds. And that will also help align really well with the way Will's now delivering development in terms of CPL2. So 
you know, his turnaround for sprints and then getting releases out the door should allow us to align with that and then just deliver a, a far better climbing experience overall. Yeah, absolutely. It's quite, I think it's quite exciting. I mean, yeah, I do, yeah. you know, I think it's quite exciting times. It does sound it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, from the standard operating procedures point of view, I think that's a, a great thing. And Helen's going to be looking at all of our processes internally. Um, in fact, she's now she's now uh, agreed to come. She's only two days a week, um, but she agreed to come on three days a week um, so that she can look at all of those processes and things like that as well. I mean, she's lean qualified and all of these sort of things so um or lean certified i think is this is the phrase but anyway so no she's she's very good she's very good i'm glad she agreed to come on board um okay i don't the only other thing i think we need to talk about is the podcast in general so jacks so yes so we've been doing quite a bit on block clock explorers which is a sort of special series of the podcast um which centres around three main areas. The three of those are education awareness of what property factors do, uh, recruitment within the industry, and customer care. Um, so we split up the full the, those three areas into three different podcasts, and we ship them out: um, the education awareness and recruitment in week one, and customer care in week two. And we've been speaking to industry leaders um, about their thoughts on each of those specific areas. So. Just this week, we've recorded with Karen Trickett, um, who is a new recruit, really, to the industry, isn't she? CEO of Newton, yeah. Um, and that was a really, really good chat with her. It was good to have a, a female voice, um, being biased, but I do always feel like women have a slightly different viewpoint sometimes to the male voice, so it was it was good to hear her um, speak about the three areas and that will be going live in, a, in I think it's about the middle of July. Um, we've had David Doran, Derek McDonald, um, David Reed's coming up. David Reed's been on again. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, um, Callum Blair, Laura Bradley and Audrey Murphy, who we've not had on before, So, and Callum's not been on before either, I don't think. Um, aside from uh, Block Talk Explorers, we've had our usual um, Block Talk podcast. We've had Ronald Dalion, who was the PMES Awards uh, Property Manager of the Year. Um, and we had Hugh McGregor on from Cycling Scotland talking about some of the challenges that are being faced from a housing association perspective. But we also looked at it from generally from a property management perspective yeah. and the, the shift towards um, more people actually taking up cycling, um, especially, I guess, in city um, city areas. So that was a good chat for anyone that wants to learn more about that. Um, we've also got, a, 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 a staying on the, SF, on, the, sorry, on the Housing Association side, we've got a digital um, guy from the SFHA on soon. And we also have Andrew Bowman on again, um, taking the place of Nigel Glenn from the TPI because Nigel's no longer with them so it'll be good to have Andrew on again as well too. Excellent. Well, a full a full um, packed agenda for, for Block Talk which is great because I love doing it. It's immense fun. It's great hearing what people's views are on things and it's always great to get Jax to cut out all my cock-ups <laughs> so, uh, which he's threatening to put together in a in a 
uh, one podcast of Brian's outtakes. outtakes. No, I don't. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Christmas okay. special. No, not that. Christmas special. Yeah. Uh, It'll be all right on the night. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you for listening. <laughs> Shit, I'm getting out of here quickly. Thank you for listening. Does anyone else have anything else they want to talk about? Yeah. No, no, no. Right. Thanks very much for listening. Cheers. Yeah.